0: Hey, friends, thanks for listening to the Axiom podcast. Um, We're a community centered around experiencing Jesus together and practicing his ways as a community. Uh, We like to say in Peoria as it is in heaven. Um, So, this podcast is just space for discussion and exploring ideas and principles of the kingdom and also where we post uh, our sermons from Sunday gatherings. So um, please engage us online and uh, hope you enjoy this episode. Amen. All right, so today is Pentecost. That's right. You can get excited about that. Hey, you know, sometimes we're, 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 we're told that this is a very contemplative church, very contemplative. And I think what people mean by that is kind of reserved and quiet. But the truth is we're also a charismatic church because we believe in the gifts of the Spirit. Amen. And we believe that God's Spirit is alive and well. So to you contemplatives in the room, drink up. To you charismatics in the room, drink up. God's Spirit is pouring itself out. And we trust that work. We trust that God's spirit is making things available to us. And the way we trust that is by choosing each of us to take a posture of reception, to take a posture, a humble posture of trusting that God desires to pour himself out into us, to fill us with his person. That's part of Pentecost. It's part of Pentecost. One of my favorite memories growing up with my dad was he had this devotional called The Upper Room. And I think it was the United Methodist that put it together, I'm not sure, but, it, but this devotional, a um, couple nights a week, he would invite us kids into the room, my mom would be there, my dad would be there, and we would just kind of crowd in on the bed, and he would read this devotional. And it was really um, unthreatening, it was really uh, 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 healthy. It was good for me as a kid to experience that with my mom and dad. And, and it normalized the sacred for me. It helped the sacred be, feel normal, not just like this thing I get dressed up for on Sundays. And so it was really a really gift, the upper room and this devotional that, that came to us. I share that because the story of Pentecost it emerges out of the upper room. It comes out of this very place that Jesus met the people at, in a very normal place. He comes to them after he's resurrected from the dead, and he says, peace to you. And then he tells them to hang out and wait, because the Spirit's going to come. And so they wait patiently for that. I want to read from Acts chapter 2, verse 1 through 4 here. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. And we'll just leave this text up because we're going to refer to it a few times. Sometimes the church feels like a library it feels like a place where you have to act different or be different in sometimes the church feels like something's different about it than everywhere else and there's good qualities to that but not if what that produces is something that's not real in you in me and so this tension emerges between what we would say is sacred or maybe separate. And this is a tension that deals with this idea of being set apart or holy or a perception, sometimes not reality, that we're set apart or holy. And we see this all throughout scriptures, this notion, and we bump into it in various places in our life. If you think with me just for a minute, in the garden, there was separateness. There was sacredness. And that sacredness was defined by the separateness. So the garden was a place where you could meet with God until man fell. And then they were separated from God. And the cherubim were placed in front of the garden, and the the swords of fire were put in front of it to protect it, to keep it sacred, holy, separate even in the garden there was a tree that was separate from all the other trees and you couldn't touch that tree there was a distinction a separateness that was at play mount sinai we see the same thing that only moses could go up and he could barely stand it it was separate noah on the ark separate the holy of holies separate sacred. And there on the veil of the Holy of Holies, uh, inscribed into the veil itself, was what? The cherubim with their swords, protecting the place of God from the place of not God. And this, this line between humanity and God, this separateness, continues to play itself out in the scriptures over and over again in different places. Even the Sabbath, set apart separate holiness determined by the degree to which something is set aside by God. And there's a challenge in this. Because Pentecost comes and changes and rearranges all of that. What do you guys think of when you think of Pentecost? I'm just curious. What comes to mind when you think of Pentecost? High 50. All right. Here we go. What else? Tongues of fire. Tongues of fire. Let's, see. Let's, let's get some of that right now. <laughs> what else? Unity. Mm-hmm. Baptism. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit moving. You know what I think of when I think of Pentecost? It's right there in the first line. It's the very last two words of the first sentence. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. But the one place I'm talking about used to exist on First Street in Garfield. It was a church and a punk rock venue at the same time. And it was my home away from humps. Now, you giggle over here, but that's a real, that was a real place. And there was something very separate and sacred about it, but it was not threatening. It was somehow uniquely on display in a way that didn't feel like the library. It felt very much real, tangible. People that didn't know Jesus flooded into there. It was actually kind of hard to even get Christians in there. And I know because I I attended one place for a season. In fact, Adam Brooks, who goes here, was, was one of the pastors there. Mandy, James, myself, and a guy named Zach started the venue that was there. And it was incredible to see that this one place, this common place, where all, not just Jews, but Gentiles as well, could be together. Which is what the day of Pentecost, when it came, brings. They were all together together. And they were in one place. I loved that that church was sacred, but it wasn't separate. And that's what Pentecost brings us. God pouring out his spirit. No longer held back by religion. No longer set apart by the cherubim, but set free by the work of Jesus Christ. The God-man who came from his separate place in heaven to walk amongst us. And he kicks Satan in the nuts, conquers death, and makes it possible. I was hoping to get an amen. (laughs) Guys, the, the, the veil was broken. God brought the holiest. He, as the song sang, he poured out his best on you. And we moved from a sacred place to a sacred people. And wherever they went was the space where the kingdom of God could be made manifest. New creation was birthed. Just as the Spirit hovered over Mary, now the Holy Spirit hovered in tongues of fire over all of us. Not just a place, but a people. Not just on a mountaintop, but in the upper room. Not just in a temple, but in a house. In a home. With my mom and dad and brother and sister. The very common places that you find yourself one place, wherever God's people are. The problem is the challenge is that we are still in a way set apart or I should say separate. Think about that. Do you feel separate sometimes? Do you feel like you don't fit in or you're afraid to connect, to be with, to be all together? Do you feel all together? Are you ever worried about appearances or what other people think of you? Are there things that drive you separate? Are you worried about messing up? See, some of us in the church are separate because we're like holier than thou. Yeah, that's a few of us, I guess. But most of us, it's not because of our holiness. It's it's because of our, our homelessness. We never feel at home. We feel alone and it drives a chasm between us and that's the that's the thing that the holy spirit comes to deal with in you and me because you are his home haven't you heard as paul puts it the spirit of god dwells in you We, we should increasingly be connected, tied together, unified. And guess what? That's what the tongues are all about. The gift, the outpouring of the tongues was a was monumental shift in history. That God comes down, gives the gifts of speaking in tongues, and allows the church to commune with all others to speak the languages of the people. He allows people to understand what's happening and what's going on. God puts back together, reunites what was broken apart at the Tower of Babel. And he does it in a home, in an upper room, with everyday ordinary people. And upon receiving the Spirit in the upper room, what do they do? They go out into the streets, not the synagogue. And 3,000 are added to the family that day. This is the work of Pentecost. You have a home with Jesus. And I want to encourage you to, to make room for God's Spirit to offer Him the resistance that you feel to invite with your words out loud come Holy Spirit may I receive you you see the disciples were waiting which also indicates that they were anticipating and had given permission to if they, had they thought it wasn't going to happen they could have gone anywhere they wanted to but they trusted the words of Jesus. And I invite you to do the same. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, help us to enter in to all that you have for us. Help us to say yes to the work of your spirit in our lives. May we be so bold to, to just turn our hearts over from being held back to being wide open. Lord, would you help us even now in our mind, acknowledge you? Help us to choose to believe that you desire to live in us. Axiom Church, I want to give you just a moment before we start to worship again, to meet with Christ. Just just you and God for a minute. Receive him.